0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the University of Versatility. Which BYU player would you move to another position and why?
1: Matt Hadley tells us his reaction to the position switch, plus Greg Rebell on BYU's Week 0 opener.
0: And get ready, Lego World. Another BYU legendary play is in motion. Gold Yeller for the win. Let's go.
2: This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is
0: live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Wednesday, August 23rd, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with new Lego legend, Jerem Jordan.
1: Now. Our boy at Gold Yeller, Jared Jacobs, has made another Lego video. He does this for professional leagues and networks and stuff. He's big time now, okay? So he did 06 BYU versus Utah back to Harleen. And we were informed that we are in it. We are in it! We will show it to you coming up later in the program. We're so excited to be involved. So, Jared, you're the man! Yes, thank you. It's not often a Boise State fan. Goes to that length. Well, he hasn't made a Boise State BYU one <laughs> where BYU <laughs> thrives. So now he did give us. We will, will you give me Taysom mini Lego Taysom? Yes. Where'd he go? I'm looking. I think he's up here. Oh, there he is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. yep, Okay. So the, he gave us Lego. Now
0: I'm dropping something. I'm just to say. fell.
1: That's on me. I asked you to do that. Okay. He gave us Lego Taysom. Now this is Taysom from Nebraska, right? Which I was like. This is cool, but this is injured Taysom. I don't want to remember injured Taysom. I want to remember healthy, thriving, hurtling Taysom. Well, we, are re- we, but, are re- we are living that right now with Taysom. But here. I am excited. Yeah, that's true. But I am excited that we got this. So thank you, Jared Jacobs. And you know what? Little mini angry Taysom, he's going to be with me right here the whole show. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. Call it an audible right, right there. Just
1: 23-yard right. run against the Redskins on Saturday. Loved it. Worth it. We'll show you that coming up. Not the 23 yard run, the Lego video.
0: One of the most iconic BYU football plays. Legoized, if that is a word. It I is. don't know.
2: You said it, so it is.
0: Just bring on the headlines.
2: It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines.
0: BYU football continues preparation for the season opener against the Vikings of Portland State. We'll be live at 1:55 Eastern Time. Mark it down. 155 Eastern. 11.55 fifty five mounted time with Facebook live interviews after practice and another all access recap last night, Kalani Satake joined Greg Rebell on the debut episode of BYU Football with Kalani Satake. He shared his thoughts on the season opener.
3: He's a good fit there, and, he, and he, we do a lot of things um, with our linebacking crew that, that kind of um, there's a lot of carryover from our safety position to our linebackers. So you can see, I think, Chaz Ayu is listed in there as, as a guy that can transition. But those guys can easily go back to the safety position. We just feel like we, got, we have really good depth there at, the, at that position.
0: Certainly one of the storylines, if not the storyline, going into game number one, the Matt Hadley scenario. And we will give you our two-on-one interview with the guy that has moved to like five different positions in the last calendar year. Oh, by the way, Jerem. Hadley, the Cougars, and the rest of BYU football ready for war in just a few days. Countdown to the Vikings. Three days away to be exact.
1: Three. This is good, people. This is really good. We're almost there, man.
0: Rewind to when we were arguing whether or not we were going to do the countdown to the Vikings. Because it was like, oh, LSU, and then Portland State became this we, thing, and then Jason we, Shepard interjected all of that.
1: Weren't we doing it to LSU, and then we switched? Yes. Yeah. Well, then we, we were like. Because they added the game, so we're like, we're oh, not, we have an opener. We're not
0: going to do it to the Vikings. Shep Dizzle. He he
1: Shep Dizzle. Yeah, Shep Dizzle. Literally
0: no one's called him that in his life. Oh, I've called I've called him that for Besides the last two you. years.
1: <laughs> Shep Dizzle. Hey, get your get your blue goggles on for this next headline. Got his camera to the Vikings it's on Here there we got go. the All eclipse right. stuff on right. Right. it. Eclipse, blue goggles. Sports illustrated writer Joan Neeson's Neeson offered a bold prediction for the college football season about BYU. Are you ready for this? I said, are you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. BYU will have a solid shot to go undefeated or 12-1 and make a bid for the playoff. Oh.
4: Uh,
1: <laughs> a year ago, the Cougars went 9-4, and and all of their losses were absurdly close. Remember, it was eight points. It'll be interesting to contemplate how the team will be viewed by the committee should it emerge from a typically brutal schedule without a loss at midseason.
0: Your blue we- goggle screech is approaching uh, Jim Carrey for the most annoying sound in the world.
1: Hey, you want to you hear the most annoying blue goggles no, sound in the world? No, I don't. Ah! No, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. You they, l- people listen, to keep listen. watching
0: the show and listening to the show.
1: Joan uh, Neeson did a story on Molongi whilst on his two-year LDS mission trip. Uh, she's also done another story, I think, on Kalani Satake. So she's familiar with kind of what goes on here. There's <sighs> some blue goggles. in that one, man. The playoff? Bringing playoff. up again
0: that BYU lost four games by a combined eight points last
1: year. Yeah. They weren't eight points away from undefeated. They were 12. Just yeah, because you have to the, score yeah, one more yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, point is, it was awkwardly okay. and sometimes just mind-bogglingly close. Right? It was a
1: bold prediction, too. Okay, It wasn't just like a regular prediction. It was a bold prediction. So, hey, we'll take it. Yeah, Brian Logan approved, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: That's Brian Logan approved. Yes, it is. LSU has named their starting quarterback. It is Danny Etling. Not a huge surprise. Not shocking. The senior started 10 games last year, but had to fight off freshman Miles Brennan for this year's starting job. Now, I saw a headline yesterday that said, Darius Geis is injured. And I was like, whoa! Dude got his wisdom he teeth got out. A w-
1: so, he's not, as, he's not as smart. He doesn't have as much wisdom, but that's fine. He'll be fine.
0: He got his wisdom teeth out. It's How much like,
1: wisdom do you need to r- run... The ball, I guess. It's going to be okay. But I love that really it's, it's
0: tabbed as a minor injury. Yeah,
1: I was like, oh, did he do, like sprain his ankle? What no, no, no. Wisdom How back.
0: about he just got his wisdom teeth out? Why do we have to table that as a minor
1: injury? By the way, Chase Hansen back out at uh, Utah practice. Yeah. Former BYU wide receiver Colby Pearson is back on the practice field for the Green Bay Packers after recovering from an ankle injury. That's actually a minor injury. That yeah, That's true. That qualifies yeah. as a minor
2: injury. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The University
0: of Versatility. Class is in session, Spencer. Can we just take a step back for a second and take a look at what has happened over the last year for one BYU football player in particular? Yeah. A guy who has become the story this week as the starting linebacker replacing the red-shirting Francis Bernard. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Matt Hadley. To review, he played safety in the fall of 2016, was discussed as a potential running back to boost depth in that group last season, switched over to running back in the spring, went back to safety, became a projected starter in fall camp, but as of eight days ago, Matt Hadley and his now unforgettable mustache, no longer playing strong safety, but he's the starting linebacker replacing Francis Bernard.
1: I think we're using his picture from middle school.
0: From 2012? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> he versatility. Has a huge mustache
1: now. What's happening right now with
0: Matt Hadley has spawned today's Twitter question.
1: Indeed, if you could switch a player on the BYU football team to another position, who would it be and why? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Well, the coaches have answered Matt Hadley, and they're
0: moving him to linebacker.
1: Yes, they have.
0: Hashtag BYUS and tell us what you think. To recap Hadley's situation, safety to running back, to safety to linebacker in 12 months. Oh, and Jerem, he's returning kicks. How many linebackers return kicks in college football?
1: He might be the only one, bro.
0: I mean, so we're all like, oh, this is cool. This is great. It's going to be all right. Are, Are we sure that we are okay with all of this? That seems pretty crazy to have a guy be in that many different positions, and it's going to be just fine, right?
1: Yeah, Blaine Fowler brought it up on last Thursday when we were discussing the Francis Bernard news. And he said, BYU wouldn't move a starting safety to linebacker if they didn't think he could play and play right away. I thought Matt would have a couple of weeks to kind of get his bearings and go It's been eight days since he was asked. 10 minutes before practice. By the way, we'll talk to Matt Hadley coming up.
0: Yeah, what was his run. unfiltered reaction to receiving that news?
1: So he gets switched. The plans are that he will make, they trust him as a playmaker. So is he, you know, heavy enough right now to come up and take on a tackle? Not not per se, but he's quick. So he offers a certain uh, skill set like Liam Neeson uh, in Taken that can help this defense. Does everyone think this is not a problem in the least? The
0: head ball coach at BYU seems to think it's just fine.
3: We were able to use uh, Matt Hadley. We felt comfortable with our um, with our safety position, with, with Zane Anderson coming along, and so we felt like we could move Matt Hadley there and provide a little bit of competition. I mean, uh, Adam Pulsifer has done a great job at, at both the mic and the bowl position, so we feel good with him and some depth there, and And then we have Morgan Unga, that's with the Flash. And we have a lot of different packages.
1: Translation, Mike, Bo, Flash, those are linebacker positions. Middle linebacker and the two outside linebackers.
0: The general consensus from Coach Satake and company is this will work. Hadley is going to be a stud. And again, in the other coach's words, watch out for Matt Hadley. The players feel just the same, including one of his teammates, who also happens to be a captain and a linebacker and was featured on the show last night, Fred Warner.
3: We could just move Matt Hadley over to linebacker. He's been doing an awesome job. I feel like that's kind of his natural position. You so know,
4: linebacker it, mentality there?
3: Linebacker mentality. Like his brother? Yeah, just like his brother. Like I was about to say, you know, Spence, I'm sure he he already called up his brother and asked him what to, you know some tips on what to do. Um, but I feel like that's just his natural position. He, he looks good. As crazy
0: as all of this sounds, I think they're right.
1: I think that it will be. Just fine. I think it's working. That's why he's the starter. If they had any hesitation about him at that position, they would not name him the starter. They would have Adam Pulse for a guy who's been a backup. They would have him be the starter. But he's injected himself into a situation where he's making plays and doing a nice job being a tough state. He's tough. Like you look at him, and you may not think this is a starting outside linebacker for like a top 35 team. But he is a tough sucker. He grew up on a farm. He's like farm strong, dude. I played pickup basketball with Cord Matt. Fed. You know what I mean? He's he's like sheared the sheep, milked the cows, <laughs> done that whole thing. We talked to him about that coming up. He he has a tough mentality. Obviously, his brother Spencer was a linebacker here. You heard Fred talk about that. This is this is a, a position where I think Matt can transition into this. And it's working. Not It will work. It's, it's working, working in practice. Absolutely. That's why he's a starter. Absolutely. It's just
0: interesting because if you look at it from the outside and don't have a lot of knowledge on the situation, it's like, well, Francis Bernard gone from Matt
1: have The safety's coming up. What? You're right. It may come off desperate. But I don't think BYU's in a place of desperation. They are not. They've, In fact, they moved him last Tuesday. The news about Francis came out Thursday. Oh, a little foresight.
0: Crazy. Which makes all of this that much more unique. If you could be the coach, switch a player on the BYU football team to another position, who would it be and why? That is our Twitter question. Let's get some of your Twitter responses.
2: Tweet, tweet.
0: At Kip Kent, Troy Warner at wide receiver in addition to defensive back. I play him both ways. With the best 11 on the field as the goal, I think he may qualify on both sides. When
1: he was signed, that was in the conversation. We have yet to see him at wide receiver. At Crohn's Ninja, Longy to running back so he could mow people down. Oh, I see Mo what you Lange did there. as uh, the refrigerator, William Perry, the goal line?
0: Huh? The second that he was signed with BYU, there were several BYU fans thinking about that specific scenario in the Super Bowl, running the fridge into the end zone.
1: As William Perry once said, when I was little, I was big.
0: That's what he said. <laughs> Take that in. Okay. At freedom underscore father. Move Kavika Fonua back to safety or linebacker and move Bo Tanner to slot or the H-back so he can be on the field at the same time as Jonah Tridham and that speed kills. Now,
1: that's an interesting idea. Running back Kavika Fonua, who is on the depth chart there at running back, we'll see what role he plays as a running back. Could he be a linebacker in the future? That's like a realistic one. The other ones are like goofy and fun. That's like a real one. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's some real thought into that. At BYU LASF Jazz. Ty Detmer to quarterback.
1: Like this one, yeah. (laughs) I'd I'd love to play quarterback. I'm just too old. Coming up, two-on-one
0: with the guy that we've been talking about for the last 10 minutes, Matt Hadley. What did he think about the position change when he heard the news? But first, Greg Rebell joins us after a monumental night in Studio C.
4: Cougar football fans gear up to follow BYU football week by week with BYU TV's newest live show hosted by voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel. It's BYU football with Kalani Satake. It's an all access pass to the latest info and engaging discussions with a coach and player guest. Get in on Q&A sessions with questions from BYU faithful from across the nation. If you love Cougar football, don't miss BYU football with Kalani Satake Tuesdays at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain on BYU TV.
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and
0: BYU Radio. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. I imagine that more than a few of you are a little more active on social media these days with BYU football just three oh, days
1: away. Let's go. And there's more programming, too, including Behind the Mic with Gregor Bell tonight, 8 to 9 Eastern time on BYU Radio and the app. It'll be could another s- great show. If
0: you could switch any BYU football player to another position, where would you move him and why? At Laser Sheep says, I'm being serious.
1: I love that that's the preface here.
0: Johnny Linehan to tailback with another running back behind him. The man played rugby. Run plays like we did with Paul Laseke.
1: Okay, we've seen Johnny has had one rush. We've seen this rush, although I wouldn't be opposed to giving him another. Like he needs one this year. He needs like this potential redemptive, like against
0: UMass in the fourth quarter. At least let him run. No,
1: Saturday against Portland State
0: until he has positive rush yards again.
1: Yeah, but you don't want to use a fake. Against Portland State. So it ain't happening this week. No, way, okay? no. Keep you want to use it later. Keep it in the arsenal. Yes.
0: Joining us now, the man we just mentioned, behind the mic with Greg Rebel, 8 Eastern tonight on BYU Radio. He is a very, very busy man these days with BYU football with Kalani Sitake happening last night. Of course, behind the
1: mic tonight. BYU coordinator's Corner. Coordinator's
0: Corner on Monday. And
1: oh yeah, some football and men's basketball
4: in there. And soccer on well. Friday night as well. I've got some homework to do. I've got a couple games coming up uh, Friday and Saturday, so we'll get to it, no doubt. Yeah, we'll get you out of here as soon as We're possible. all busy, but it's great. It is. Isn't it great? The it work is. we do is fun. Absolutely. And, it, and it's, the, the, the uh, reason
1: this building may exist is because BYU football was good in the 80s. So it's it's time. We're here. And last night, we had we had a fun time with BYU football with Kalani talking. How would you describe
4: the vibe last night in Studio C? Uh, you just said it. Fun. Yeah, it was a fun vibe. Uh, we had kind of a... A late night show feel in a lot of ways with uh, with the way Kalani and Fred uh, came into the crowd and high five <laughs> high five in the front row and so no it's just a, it's just a, an excited uh, optimistic uh, energized feel uh, last night in Studio C great crowd for week one and uh, Kalani makes the show I mean Jordan is the producer Jerem uh, Jeremy is the producer knows that. Uh, you know he he kind of brings the energy that uh, the fans feed off of, and, uh, and and makes the show what it is. And, and Fred was a great first guest, great personality. Uh, Kalani a lot of nice things to say about Fred, both as a collegiate player and a potential pro. And you mentioned versatility, kind of the theme of the show today. And and he says, he, you know, he he plays like a safety, hits like a linebacker, plays with the lineman. I mean, he's. Uh, he can really do it all, and so he's a senior captain for a lot of good reasons, and uh, looking forward to watching him play this year. Kalani's just tremendous. I mean, uh, the interaction with the fans on and off the air, uh, the way he answers their questions, just a uh, perfect guy for the, you know, for the for the situation, I think. And Jerem, by the way, tremendous job in helping to put this thing all together. We had many, many meetings over the last couple of months trying to get this thing up and rolling, and he was in charge of most of the logistics that went into putting this thing on, and you guys both know what It takes to put on an hour-long TV show. You guys do it daily. Uh, This show, even just being weekly, is is a lot of work. And uh, Jeremy and his crew did an amazing job. And I just had to sit there and uh, keep talking.
1: (laughs) And and it turned out for everybody. And it was a tremendous team effort, great coordination. And I'm excited because I was thinking about all the programming, too, with Coordinators Corner, obviously BYU Sports Nation every day, Coordinators Corner on Mondays, uh, BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, after further review on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, behind the mic, all the games. This is, that's what's up, man. We're in it, and we're three days away. I cannot. wait.
0: Absolutely, we are with Greg Rebel in Studio B. Uh, we briefly started talking about Matt Hadley and his move to linebacker, and you know, I I feel like the general consensus that it's it's going to be it's going to be a good move, and it's it's going to work out and, and be just fine. Like, but when you step back, if you don't have much knowledge of the situation, you think, well, you lose the talent of Francis Bernard, who's redshirting right now. And you have to go to a guy that was safety and then a running back and then a safety again, and now he's a linebacker and he returns kicks. Like, that seems a little strange, right?
4: I would like to see... Of the 125, 30, 130 FBS programs out there, how many linebackers <laughs> are listed as a primary kick returner? I, we, I'm just curious. We brought that
1: up too. We we're like, that's crazy. He's got to
4: be yeah. the only one. But, they, but you know, people forget now. He was the off returner last year too. Uh, Aleva Hefo had the most return yards, but Aleva and Matt are the tandem, and BYU runs their returns with an on and an off returner. Matt's the off, meaning primarily he's blocking, but should it come to him, he's got to be good enough with the ball to return it. And that's hey, he was a tremendous uh, offensive skill player in high school, and so multi talented. But as we talked about last night, uh, he's a Hadley, so there's got to be some linebacker blood in there somewhere. Uh, you know, Spencer did such a tremendous job there, and, and Fred said that that kind of maybe plays more toward Matt's strengths anyways. But versatility is, is, is the, uh, the buzzword here. The fact that, you know, two safeties uh, in Matt Hadley and Chaz Ayu. You know, kind of slip down to OLB. It also speaks not just to the depth that they're going to have at linebacker, but what Ed Lamb feels about his safety group. Yeah, the fact that he can, you know, quote unquote, let them go. Uh, to a different position. As he told me Monday on Coordinator's Corner, he was kind of behind it. He was kind of urging. It wasn't like, i got to keep these guys in my group. He felt, you know, we've got enough guys that if you want to put them into outside linebacker, uh, we, let's do it. Let's, let's go ahead and do it. And it really does, I, I think, uh, give Coach Kafusi a lot of different moving parts with varied skill sets to implement uh, at those three linebacker spots. You know, Butch is kind of the trademark middle linebacker, heavy hitter. Fred can do it all. At, at Flash and now at Bow, at different looks of kinds of guys at, at that position. So I think it speaks both to linebacker and to safety at how well-equipped BYU feels there.
1: And I think Flash is an apt nickname for that position that Fred Warner plays because he is quick and he's moving around, and he did a nice job on the coach show last night. Who has a better shot Saturday,
4: Portland State or Connor McGregor? Connor McGregor. <laughs> because. No well, hesitation. It's because all it takes is one hit. One well-timed hit, and you're a winner. Portland State's going to need more than one good hit uh, on Saturday. Uh, they're going to need more than you know than, than one touchdown or one big th- – yeah, but Conor McGregor needs one hit at the right place at the right time. He's got a lethal hand, as he's shown in a different format and different venue, but that's all it would take. So I'd have to say for that reason alone, because that's all it takes in boxing. It takes a lot more in football, over 60 minutes to beat a team, uh, an FBS team, at altitude, at home – uh, you know, on Saturday, I say you know Portland State. I've uh, got a fighter's chance, but uh, I, nice. I think I don't think they maybe have as good. And you know, Conor McGregor may get may get destroyed. I mean, he 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 may get you know decisioned uh, immediately uh, when, when it's over. He and I'm not sure. You know, money's not a he's not a knockout guy. You know, so this thing could go a few rounds, but whether it's a TKO or decision or, or a knockout. You know, Conor may get blasted in this thing, but again, he's it, it takes one one poke and that's good point. it. Okay.
0: And Portland State has a fighter's chance. Yeah,
4: yeah love it, love it. Okay, great. No, no, not much of one. Uh, let's <laughs> let's note that that the average score between BYU and its FCS foes is fifty to eight over BYU's FCS history. Yeah. So you know they they rarely get challenged in any way by this. BYU
1: thing. will lead the country in scoring probably after week zero. Yes, that's the hope.
0: Yeah, the hope. yeah. Portland State's glass Joe from Mike Tyson's Punch up right?
1: <laughs> Which we have upstairs. You know, and you it's, played it's, the other day. <laughs>
0: that's that's what's happening. Okay, uh, when you look at BYU and the offense, you mentioned to me the other day that BYU averages 50 points a game in their FCS competition. Right. I mean, and that, maybe you
4: said that just 30 seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. right, right,
0: yeah. right. Is that the mark of success that would – I mean, do you do – you, does BYU have to hit that mark to be yeah. successful on Saturday? I don't know.
4: I, 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 I guess I hesitate to throw a number on it. Uh, because You know, ultimately, you want to win. You want to stay healthy. Um, ideally, you want to see what some other guys can do, uh, but you know, basically, it's about starting strong, making sure the guys that start the game execute well. Uh, I I think if BYU has a successful first quarter and a quarter, you know, quarter and a half, and get a multiple score lead, you're off to what you need to do uh, to beat that team. Uh, don't want to throw a number on it again, but just historically, they're going to score you know seven, eight touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I think you need to get into the 40-plus range where you're like, there were enough times you crossed the end zone, and defensively you're holding them down. Again, I've said it. i been saying it for a while. Whatever happens, it doesn't matter. The overreaction will be awesome because it will all be tied into LSU. And I've jokingly said, and I said it at the Big Blue Bash, when you hear the coaching staff say Portland State, just think LSU. And it'll just make it a little more fun this week.
4: Well, BYU, do, <laughs> BYU d- d- does put some film out there, obviously for LSU to look at. BYU won't have that same advantage coming up uh, the following week. But again, ideally, it's one where you play a lot of guys, uh, and so I, you know, th- th- that's the expectation is to hopefully get a number of different second and third stringers in there uh, with a lead that you can maintain.
1: Stay pretty healthy, and then you. Put that's the, fork. and then the biggest thing, yeah. I really
4: is don't yeah. lose anybody. Be healthy you really going need. to LSU. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. We asked,
0: excuse me. We asked uh, Blaine Fowler yesterday if he thought that BYU would be ranked at any point this season. He said yes, and then we were going to discuss next week with him when he feels like that is most realistic. What do you think? Do you think BYU will be ranked at some point this season, given the layout of the schedule?
4: Yeah, I, I think so. And I mean, clearly, if if they win their first two, if they win their first two games, yeah, they're ranked right away. Uh, but but the way the schedule sets up with uh, you know consecutive home games there in September, and again if, if BYU just wins its home games, four weeks in, you're what three and one if you just win your home games. Which
0: wins over Utah and Wisconsin.
4: Right. So if you just win your uh, home games, yeah. You're 3-1 you're and one through four weeks, and I think you'd be a ranked team at that point, too. Oh, so yeah, to me, yeah. you're in and, the top and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a long season, and, and there is that chance back half of the schedule especially to kind of maybe get on a bit of a roll. And, uh, yeah, I think with the schedule BYU has, if they can keep those losses, you know, to, to, to one or two through a couple of months, I, I think they'll be ranked. Between the lines, when outside the lines of
1: sorts, uh, yesterday with their... <laughs> Uh, superlatives from players, and you were included in this. Uh, You got the Mr. Clean treatment. Your reaction to that as we show the photo on BYU TV?
4: Well, you know, I mean, it's... uh... You look good, Greg. Like, Thank you so much.
1: The, the earring, I think i ought to consider it.
4: <laughs> Somebody said on Twitter today that they always consider me to be an earring guy. I'm not sure how to take that, necessarily. That's but, kind of a uh, weird
1: comment, yeah. You
4: know, my, my, my life the way it is, hairline the way it stands these ways. I, I, I guess I'm set up for these kinds of things. It's okay. I accept it. I embrace it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hiding from it. It's all <laughs> right. Mr. Clean's jacked, too. Like, yeah, yeah that, and that was emphasized I, during I, the I, Super wish Bowl I could commercial. be as ripped. I wish I could be as ripped as Mr. Clean. I'm not. I've got some work to do there. But it's all right. You know, again, clean. It's a good look, right? Clean. It's
1: a very yeah. BYU look. I'd rather
4: be Mr. Clean than uh, Mr. Trash, you know. <laughs> this or, 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 is true. Or, or Mr. Could Use a Shower This Week, that kind of thing. This, so, is, yeah. true. this is, is true. Mr. Trash.
0: Uh, let's finish up with this. And I, I've heard that, because we're talking about Mr. Clean as a heartthrob, why not keep along those lines for uh, something cool about Canada?
4: Oh, yeah. Is it that, is that, that
0: time? Yeah, it is okay. that time. Do
2: the music!
4: All right. So, uh the ladies in the audience the ladies of a certain age primarily the, <laughs> the younger ones you know we're, we're, we're probably going we're looking to the like the 18 to 24 demo and I sure you I'm sure that's a big part of your audience so the ladies of that age and even even probably maybe some uh, some of the women who are a little a uh, little beyond that they love they love Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds the two Ryans so dreamy the two Ryans are among the, the favorite actors of that target demographic did you know both Ryan's are Canadian. Wow, I did not know this. Ryan Reynolds left, Ryan Gosling right. And does by the Ryan way, Gosling
1: have lipstick on in that photo.
4: Does look a little, uh, little vibrant there? <laughs> yeah, <doesn't laughs> yeah. So, and, and, and by the way, you know, a lot of people get confused on the two Ryan's, and you know, scruffy in this one. So, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds left, and Ryan Gosling right. Both native Canadians. There you go. That's again, not sure how cool that is. And again, we're kind of, oh, kind of targeting a demo cool. tonight, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah eighteen so, to
0: twenty-four ladies demographic. I yeah. that's the best thing you ever said on You ask favorite actors, and one of those two
4: guys is yeah. going to get mentioned. So there you go. That's the first time
1: we cut the anthem short, by the way. Yeah. Well, oh, we went, qu- we exactly. went quick. That's fine. I normally like... No disrespect,
4: lead. I know. Yeah, no disrespect. Right. A Only cool respect.
0: thing about Canada. Oh, also... Oh,
4: I don't, no, no. Uh, tonight, on Behind the Mic with Greg Rubell. Yes. our colleague Lauren Franca McLean is on the show. That's right. Lauren leads off the show tonight at 6 o'clock. Also on the program, Mr. we will probably have to address it. Yeah. Uh, so Lauren, <laughs> followed by Ben Cahoon. We'll, uh, we'll talk wide receivers and Ben's life, including a lot of time in Canada. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Ashley Hatch joining us from North Carolina. Great. yeah, oh, Man, loaded. All right.
0: Hey, I don't know if you know this, but uh, BYU averages 50 points a game.
1: Like, I, think <laughs> <that's> <laughs> I think you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned that. Right? Yeah. It
0: did get brought up. One of my finer moments. And though. LSU no, no, no. sports gold. Nation.
1: And LSU is gold.
0: And LSU, LSU yes. <laughs> not yellow. It's gold.
1: Hey, we are learning and improving here
4: what it's all about.
1: Like Mr. Clean and Mr. Trash. Yeah,
0: not Mr. Trash. Mr. Clean, (laughs) Greg Rebel. Thanks, Greg. All right, boys. If you could switch a player on the BYU football team to another position, who would it be and why? Matt Hadley may have something to say about that. In fact, what was his reaction to finding out about going to linebacker? Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. I'm
1: very excited about this next promo because it means there's a game Saturday. Countdown to kickoff, our one-hour live pregame show on the television, is live at 2 p.m. Eastern time this Saturday. We'll get you ready for BYU and Portland State. Dennis Pitta will join the program, not to mention a feature on Tanner Mangum from Kathy Aiken. and the guys are back. Spencer, Brian, David, Dave, Blaine, Lauren. It's going to be awesome. The guys and Lauren. We
0: shall be in attendance. BYU football, continuing preparation for the season opener against the Portland State Vikings. Uh, Jerem, BYU averages 50 points against
1: FCS competition. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll be we'll live at
0: one fifty-five Eastern time with Facebook Live interviews and after practice and all-access recap. Kalani Satake, Greg Rebel, Jerem Jordan, the entire BYU production crew put on a fantastic show last night. BYU football with Kalani Sitake. You can get that on demand if you missed any of it.
1: Sports Illustrated writer Joe Neeson offered a bold prediction for the college football season about BYU. Quoting, BYU will have a solid shot if to go undefeated or 12-1 and 1 and make a bid for the playoff. Oh. A year ago, the Cougars went 9-4 and and all of their losses were absurdly close. It'll be interesting to contemplate how the team would be viewed by the committee should it emerge from a typically brutal schedule without a loss at midseason. It's hard for me to even fathom twelve and one. Don't get me going there. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't do it.
0: Even with the blue goggles on, it's like that's still a little blurry.
1: I'm seeing eleven eleven and two through it's these. Still things. a little blurry, yeah, right? Exactly. Get your wow.
0: Eyes that is bold with a capital <laughs> Brian Logan. LSU has named a starting quarterback. His name is Danny Etling. He's a senior. Started 10 games last year. Had to fight off freshman Miles Brennan for this year's starting job.
1: They fought? I didn't know that. And former BYU wide receiver Colby Pearson back on the practice field for the Green Bay Packers after recovering from an ankle injury. Can you imagine?
0: All right, guys, duke it out. Whoever wins the fight is the starting quarterback.
1: Oklahoma drill, and then gloves are off, and whoever wins uh, goes.
0: Leading up to our first two-on-one BYU football all-access today, we have a very interesting stat of the day.
1: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Matt Hadley averaged 27.9 yards per kick return last year. His long was 41. We talked about how he might be the only linebacker in the country who's a kick returner. Eleva Hefo was the main guy with 21 returns, but Hadley averaged 28. So if he's coming out, he's getting more than the 25 if you kneel it.
0: He told us a story off the air about last year receiving a kick in the end zone about seven yards deep. Garrett Jurgens is the guy that tells him to either go or stay and looked at Matt and kind of was like, I don't shrugged know. his shoulders and said, I don't know. And so <laughs> and he Matt said, went anyway. I just ran. <laughs> <laughs> just one of the many responsibilities that Matt Hadley will undertake as a multi-positional player for BYU football. What did he think the moment he found out that he was going to switch to linebacker and be the guy to replace Francis Bernard, two-on-one, BYU football all-access? Matt, I want to ask you about your new position, but I can't get past the mustache, so we got we got to start there. How how long has it taken you to grow that caterpillar on your lip?
5: Um, so let's see. I've had to trim it back already about two or three times, but uh, this is let's see. I started probably the second week of July with it, and okay. I've had to and I've had to take it off my lip because it gets to the point to where it like curls in like in like brushes on my teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I got to trim it back. <laughs>
1: Six weeks, huh? Now, Spencer had some good mustaches back in the day. Is this an ode to him? Is this What's, what's your motivation? Because no one grows a mustache for nothing.
5: Yeah, I would say it's a little bit of, you know, Spence did it. So, I'm the little brother that I guess wants to be just like him, which is true. Um,
1: Apparently, the coaches feel the same way as well with yeah, your position.
5: Yeah. yeah, I guess with the position move, they kind of feel the same way. So, I'm glad we're on the same page there.
0: What was your immediate reaction to finding out just essentially a few days ago uh you're going to be playing an entirely different position and yeah we're probably going to want you to start too
5: uh kind of like jaw hitting the floor type of feeling i was uh, i was taken aback honestly when when it like when coach lamb approached me right before practice last week and said hey this is what we're gonna do i was kind of whoa okay um i guess let's do it then kind of thing <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like i guess I, I can't really say no right i mean it's um Especially, you know, the way it was presented to me as well, you know, like the way they talked to me about it um, also gave me some confidence and, and helped me out. And so, you know, just as the, the week went on last week, I was, they, were, they were coaching me up and helping me more and more, and I was just feeling more comfortable.
1: Kalani said that you've been trying to suppress your weight as a safety, and now as a linebacker, you can just kind of let it go. Is that true? You've been, you're trying to keep the weight down. Now you can just let it go.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, to a certain extent, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was on. I mean, i I was on a pretty pretty good diet to to just maintain my weight. Let's put it that way. Okay. I was maintaining. Um, it wasn't so much that I was out of control, but uh, yeah. Now that I'm now that I move positions, I can be out of control. I mean. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, to a certain point, right? To a certain point, I uh, got to eat I got to eat right, but I can eat a lot more, which is nice. So. And
1: that's, that's to your liking? Like, you've been wanting to eat more? Or now you're like, well,
5: the door's open. It's more like that. It's like, oh, well, the door's open. Okay, let's do it. A second <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I'll take another. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, so if you had an ideal weight as a
0: safety and an ideal weight as a linebacker, what are those numbers? So what kind of a transition are we talking about? So
5: I was – I was wanting to be between 200 and 205 at safety and I was over 205. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and right now I, I, I think a, like a, a healthy weight that I could get to in the next you know week or two would be a little over 215 right now I'm right under. So, um, yeah, I think I don't want to get too big, uh, but, um, cause I want to be able to maintain some of my speed and, and whatnot, but, I think, just because I'm putting on weight so fast, you know what I'm saying? So I think somewhere between 215 and 220 would be good for me.
1: Did you play linebacker in high school? How much linebacker have you played in your life?
5: Yeah, yeah, I did a little bit in high school. Uh, I mostly played safety on defense, um, but you know we ran a lot of cover three, so I was down most of the time. And then when we played run-heavy schools, I I usually played a little bit of middle linebacker, so I played some.
0: We've already talked about your connection with your brother Spencer with the mustache. Now you're both linebackers. What have the conversations between he and yourself been like since the move was announced?
5: A lot of excitement in our conversations now when we talk about football. I mean, there always was, but now it's a little bit of an extra, I think. Um, We're actually even in a, a, a group text message with Brandon Ogletree, Uh uh-oh yeah exactly yeah we're gonna tell you everything you do wrong yeah no that's pretty much how it's that's pretty much how it is that's how it's gonna be i sent them a few clips of some things that i did good in practice and they were able to point out no these are the things you did bad actually (laughs) which is really good um which you know i appreciate you know my brother spencer and and brandon and both of them and but it's been fun like they even they even named our uh our group text message linebacker film room so nice so uh yeah we're gonna get a lot of talks that's for sure i've always
1: said be careful for from advice from any spencer that's just generally like a life <laughs> motto that i've said I don't what's know <laughs> what's come naturally to you and then what's been a challenge at linebacker
5: um i think because i was able because i played a lot of running back growing up you kind of it's nice because i can i'm just on the other side now so it's It's I'm I'm able to see, okay, and anticipate that's what I would do if I were running back. That's the hole I would hit, you know, and so I'm able to to slide over and and be there. Um, But I think that's so kind of instincts a little bit. But at the same time, um, some things that I'm going to need to work on is being able to read because everything's so much faster and and using my hands a lot more. Now I'm going to have to be taking on a lot bigger blocks than what I'm used to and I have to be able to create separation and avoid. And uh, I think those are going to be challenging, but uh, I think, I think it will be able to come.
0: I imagine that Ed Lamb and the coaches feel comfortable in your ability to pass defend
1: in the linebacker position, correct?
5: Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, uh, I, I, I think they feel pretty good about that. I <laughs> hope so. I hope I've been able to show enough of that. Uh,
1: What's been more of a struggle uh, making this switch to linebacker or when you actually added sheep to the farm at home in Connell, Washington?
5: Mm. Well, let's see. It depends on the day, really. It depends on what we're doing at the farm, and it depends on what we're doing here. If you were to ask me that while we're back home docking lambs, then I would tell you that. I'd tell you the sheep, adding the sheep for sure. Um, but uh, Docking yeah. lambs. What does that even mean? Uh, you know, taking the lambs, tagging them, giving them a shot, putting the band on them, castrating them if we need to, you know, depending on whether it's a boy or a girl. And Sure. And uh also putting a little band on the tail to have the tail fall off so they don't prevent infections and anyway,
1: is that harder or taking on maybe
5: say an
1: l s u offensive tackle <laughs> uh
5: we'll find out uh, <laughs> we'll find out I guess here in here in a week, so um, but yeah,
1: that sounded hard to me,
5: yeah, both no, of I, them, both of them.
0: I was checking out very quickly, yeah, one wow, more wow. squeamish no, than oh, the other uh, oh yeah. my goodness, <laughs> exactly. uh, you've taken some heat about your romance with Tanner Mangum. And I know that you guys are, are confident with that how has that dynamic changed now that he's on offense in fall camp and you're on defense, you're competing against each other.
5: Yeah, it's I mean it's it's all fun. I mean we're we're talking if you come out and listen, we're talking back and forth most of the practice. Whenever we were whenever we were scrimmaging against each other, we're jawing off back and forth. I'm letting him know what I think and he's a little more quiet. He'll say something every once in a while, but I'm always trying to get in his head. <laughs> doesn't work all the time, but uh, I, I still try. Hey, occasionally, if it works, it's worth it. Then. Yeah,
1: go for it. Yeah. Matt,
0: congratulations on, the I guess, the promotion, if you will.
1: The motion. <laughs>
3: the move forward?
0: <laughs> the motion, yeah. We're looking forward to watching you play yeah. linebacker. Thanks, appreciate it. Thank you. Two-on-one with Matt Hadley, the BYU linebacker. Don't you forget it.
1: Yeah, he, I'm telling you, he's farmed tough. You just heard him talking about the processes he went through there. With the sheep. Yeah. Seriously, when he was talking about that, I was like, I'll never do that. Like, nope. Check, please. <laughs> Get me out
0: of there. <laughs> up next, the Cougar the gets you caught too. up to date on anything and everything BYU sports, <laughs> but not before we play Big Deal, No Deal, including a Lego video.
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store. The official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
0: Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern.
1: And coming up right after this program at 1 p.m. Eastern time, the re-air of After Further Review in case you missed it or you want to watch it again. They break down 2015, the classic versus Boise State. Take that at Gold Yeller. And preview the <laughs> BYU-Portland State game coming up this week. We shouldn't do that after he was so nice. I know. He's so nice. I'm just kidding. Jared, he knows he's that. He's the best, man. He knows he's the that. best.
0: Also, another programming note for you, Jerem. Uh, Taylor Swift's new album drops on November 10th. So mark your calendar, brother.
1: Uh, I forgot my banner right. from my mission that I still have. If
0: you could switch a player on the BYU football team to another position, who would it be, where would you move them, and why, at that underscore Y underscore life, Says easy. Mo Longy to quarterback, try and sack him. Tight end, uh, try and cover him. Running back, try and tackle him. Fullback, try and get around him to get to the running back. There's some sound yet really flawed logic there. In- indeed. Yeah, that's there are there are aspects of Therefore, that are like, oh, okay. It's not
1: sound. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> but it's fun. It's time that we bring the show back to a nice sound feel. With big deal, no deal. Big deal. No deal. Brought to you by Brady Industries, provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the Western United States for over 65 years. Brady Industries, clean solutions, a tradition
2: for generations. Number one. Big deal, no deal. We just talked to him. Matt Hadley, a starting safety just a week ago, now a starting linebacker.
1: I go no deal because I do want to see what he can do. I think it is a big deal that BYU feels like. If you ask me about the safeties, I would say big deal. But I'll go. I'll go. No deal. We still need to see what he can do. Francis Bernard did a lot. Let's see what Matt can do. I think he's got the skills to pay the bills. Though. You set
0: me up for why it is a big deal because BYU has safety depth enough that they can move a player of his caliber up and be just fine in the back end, and not have what they hope is a significant drop off after losing Francis Bernard. That this That's, is
1: this is assuming that Tanner Jacobson and Zane. Anderson are going to bring it as well. They expect them to be you good players. You've got Micah Hanneman back yeah. there
0: as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, this, it's a big deal that BYU, the coaching staff, feel like they have enough depth that they can pull off a move like this so close to the opening of the season. Number two.
2: Big deal, no deal. 15, count them, 1-5 players listed on the offensive starter depth chart. BYU's going undefeated. Big
1: deal. BYU has four more players on the field than anybody else. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm just kidding. No, it's, we talked about it yesterday. Great um, in terms of seeing what BYU like, okay, if they put two tight ends on the field, who are the two tight ends? As opposed to just just the one and the two deep. I like it.
0: Yeah, it's no deal because it's something that Ty Detmer has been talking about for a long time. It's all about personnel on the field within the specific offensive package that they are running. Like You can't take it literally. 15 players. No deal. Number three.
2: Big deal, no deal. ESPN ranks the BYU fan base as 51st in their most miserable/slash happy fan base. So I, I don't
1: know what to even think of this, so this number. Is
2: essentially, the
0: the most erratic fan bases.
1: No, it's the most miserable/slash happiest. Which is it needs erratic. to be either one or the other. You can't combine them, and then I have no idea what it means. With well, no deal. Ready. I have no idea what it means.
0: No deal. Some, if it's somewhere in the middle, B, that means BYU is... They're not miserable or happy? They're yeah, miserable. It has to be one or the other. I think the
1: list is weird.
0: I don't even know what's happening with this one. No deal because I'm super confused.
1: I'm miserable slash happy about
2: this. Number four. 51st, does that mean the fan base is pretty level-headed? They're not overly miserable and overly happy? You know that's not yeah. true.
1: Yeah. You yes. know that that's not true!
2: Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Last one. Big deal, no deal. Beck to De Harleen gets the Lego treatment from Gold Yeller. Big. a penalty all the time in the world for Beck. Can anybody get open for him? He'll roll right. Let's it go. Find this guy. Touchdown. Johnny Harleen comes all the way across the field. Beck. I mean, it's a touchdown in BYU. swarms the field. They win it. Five in a row won't happen. John Beck. <laughs> Not just did the play get the Lego version of it, but if you caught it very briefly in there, BYU Sports Nation gets Lego eyes. That, is right.
1: that yeah. is right. We are, from left to right on this, <laughs> uh, m- me, Spencer, Ben. Now, BY Sports Nation didn't even exist in 06, so there's some time traveling going on here. But here's here. the thing you and I
0: were standing next to each other yes, we were. on the sidelines at that game.
1: Okay, we know Jared Jacobs at Gold yellow, who made this, so he threw us a bone and threw this in there. He told us this morning, hey, yeah, I put you guys in the crowd.
2: So that's super cool. That's super cool. My my question, guys, is did I just get back from a Devo concert? <laughs> Whipping? Yeah, you were at Billy Joel
1: or something earlier that night. Yeah. Fantastic stuff.
0: Oh, that. It is so cool. Like I love the part, LeBron yeah. James jersey that's in there down on the front row. Apparently Aaron Rodgers. We're told
1: the number 10 <laughs> for the BYU guy is Matt Allen. Like a Matt Allen jersey. Because this is 06. Okay. This is pre-Mitch <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your hair is so dark. I know. And you what? don't
0: have the top button done up. What's yeah.
1: with the red Cougar shirt there, too? <laughs> yeah, if you read closely, that's there's a fun message there. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers during, the attention this fun. to
0: detail this in this video by Jerry yeah. dealer,
1: is amazing fantastic
0: there's a reason he's making a lot of money doing these Lego videos for like the PGA Tour and the NFL yeah,
1: yeah. and the Big Ten and- if you missed it he's a Boise State fan who's LDS who has some ties to BYU we're f- we're friends with them threw us a bone that's cool yeah and it's fun back to Johnny Harlan tweeted Dream come true. I'm a Lego. I'm a Lego. This is a big deal for
0: like 25 <laughs> different reasons. Oh. And then Jacob Bauer with John Beck on his
1: shoulders. Jacob Bauer. <laughs> I've been waiting for a Jacob Bauer reference the last couple Jacob of weeks. Jacob Bauer
0: is Lego-ized. Finds his gut. James Bates oh, on the man. call. man. Up next, the Cougar Whip Round. Not sure how it gets better than Legoizing that play and BYU Sports Nation. But we're going to try, up next, the latest and greatest from around BYU Sports Nation.
2: BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to the new version
0: of Mr. Clean, Greg Rebell, one of today's guests, as well as BYU linebacker Matt Hadley. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play.
1: Coming up this week, Brian Billick, Super Bowl champion coach, and handsome Taniello of the defensive line. Let's whip it!
2: It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football.
1: BYU football continues preparations for the season opener against Portland State. We'll be live at 1.55 Eastern time with Facebook Live interviews after practice and a recap.
0: Sports Illustrated writer Joan Neeson offered a goggle bold prediction for the college football season about BYU saying, BYU has a solid shot at going undefeated or 12-1. and
1: ESPN, yeah. ESPN ranked the happiest and most miserable college football fan bases, BYU's ranked 51st on the list. I what don't does even that know. It, I don't know. Cougars in the NFL.
0: Former BYU wide receiver Colby Pearson back on the practice field with the Packers after recovering from
1: an ankle injury. Rugby. USA women's rugby lost 45 12 to New Zealand in the Women's World Cup in the semifinals. It was 15 7.5. New Zealand scored 30 unanswered. Why do we mention this? BYU alumni Jordan Gray, sister of Alexa Gray, participated on the USA team. Cougars in the minors.
0: Brennan Lund, three for four with two runs scored and a 6-5 loss to the Biloxi Shuckers playing for the Mobile Bay Bears. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter helping You need the most. DexterLaw.com.
1: I think it goes to Matt Hadley for being willing to make the switch, although at first he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and
0: then he's like, do, do I really have an option?
1: And it was Ed Lamb, the safeties coach, who told him, as opposed to Steve Kafusi, who's the linebackers coach. I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah, well, when you're the coach of the safeties and you're like, look, I've got a lot of depth, I think I can help that group out. I'm going to suggest this,
1: and I think it's going to work out. Oh, it wasn't a suggestion.
0: I'm going to uh, tell you that this will happen. Mandate. And then make it happen.
1: A mandate. Yeah. yeah, like the Brodeo with... Tanner Mangum, the bromance. Yes. Matt Hadley. Those guys are friends.
0: If you could switch a player on the BYU football team to another position, (laughs) who would it be and why? Our elite tweet of the day from Matt Cosmo underscore duh underscore Cougar. It's fantastic. I think we're missing the obvious switch here. Move Waddell to running back. There has to be at least one on campus. Hashtag cheaper by the dozen.
1: Yeah, if you missed it the other day, cheaper by the dozen. Waddell has 80 yards. Who is Waddell? Who is Waddell?
0: Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app for Jeremiah I'm Spencer. Shout out to Dan Ackerfelds, BYU Sports Station, back at it tomorrow. And don't forget, after further review, airs next.